0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio.
1: Things had been going so well for Paul. The Apostle and Timothy... Luke and Silas, having now arrived here in Philippi. God had led them to a group of women there on the riverbanks. They shared the gospel and people were being saved. But inevitably and almost without fail, whenever God's move of spirit is advancing, so is the onslaught of Satan. And that's exactly what we see, not just in our lives today, but clear back in 52 AD. Beginning in verse 16 this week, it says, as we are going to prayer, a certain girl having a spirit of divination met us who brought her master much gain by fortune telling. Now let's stop there for just a second because we need to know that this gift of discernment that is so crucial to any pastor and teacher is crucial in this situation especially. For Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit now, he was very keen to the events that were about to transpire. The text tells us that this slave girl who was possessed by a demon was being used by her owners to tell fortunes for a price. Now apparently, as we find out later, she must have been pretty good at it. Verse 17 going on in the text, we read, Following Paul and us, she cried out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us a way of salvation. Well, like I said, this girl was pretty good at telling fortunes. But you see, the tricky part about this situation that is that even while possessed by a demon, she was still giving glory to God. That's what the text tells us. Now, that observation certainly begs a wider look. We must acknowledge that just because someone preaches of God, because they speak in grand terms concerning Christ, or even that they go to church on Sunday and overall talk the talk, that doesn't mean they're a born again believer. Oh, yes, they may be spirit filled, but the question I would have is what spirit? Verse 18 says she was doing this for many days, but Paul, becoming greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. And now what's amazing to me in this account is that Paul actually put up with this for several days before he finally finally put an end to it. Tapping into the power and the presence of Christ, Paul commands the demon to leave her. Now, despite what we see and hear so much commonly presented today, this phrase that Paul uses to rid this woman of a demon, this isn't some sort of magic incantation to cast out demons. No, the critical ingredient is not a certain phrase, but a certain power of Jesus that is behind it. Verse 19, But when her master saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas, and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. When they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, these men, being Jews, are agitating our city and advocating customs, which is not lawful for us to accept or to observe being Romans. It's always about the money, isn't it? When this woman's masters realized that, well, the show is over, they naturally wanted to sue, or maybe beat Paul to death, one or the other. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them off to the cops. Obviously, they had to make up a story because, well, the truth wasn't never gonna do it in this situation, so they lied, saying, these men are really causing a lot of trouble in our town. Suddenly, these masters, quote unquote, well, they suddenly became good and loyal Roman citizens. They, they were like they were on a neighborhood watch program or something. They hear and accuse Paul and Silas of being anti-Roman. Such an accusation, I guess, has been a historical winner, if you will, throughout the ages. As the truly faithful, well, they're often accused of being anti-American, or worse, a cult. Verse 22, the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore their clothes from them, then commanded them to be beaten with rods. When they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Having received such a command, he threw them into the inner prison and secured their feet in the stocks. Now things here, they go quickly from bad to worse. And it looks as if Paul and Silas are gonna pay for their good works and they're gonna pay with blood. The soldiers now beat the both of them without hearing their side of the story and once they whip them, they are placed under lock and key with a command that the jailer guard them closely. Paul and Silas, please note, were placed in an inner cell away from any windows, just to be sure they weren't going anywhere. And then, to add it all, they were locked down in leg stocks.
0: That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church,